This is the Champagne and Socks podcast. I'm Elisa. It's time for me to get back on the podcasting horse. It's been about a month, I think, since I've dropped an episode for which I do apologise. I have been suffering from podcast block. Is that a thing? I think it's a thing. I pre-recorded two episodes ahead of going to the convention in Melbourne at the beginning of June and my intention was to edit them and upload them and then schedule them and then they would drop and everything would happen seamlessly and it would be like I was never gone. And then I got sick while I was just leaving Melbourne and I was sick for two weeks with a terrible cough and a very husky voice which might have been good for podcasting but the coughing not so much. I didn't manage to get the episodes edited before I headed to Melbourne When I sat down to edit them, I think in the end, I just really hated one of them, which was about gardening. And I kept editing it and editing it to try and make it sound good. And it never did. And the second episode that I recorded is about my yarn stash. And it's like 20 minutes long. And I've started editing it, but I haven't finished as well. And I think it's time to just admit that I hate one of the episodes and I'm going to delete it and record this episode to say I am back and my episodes are supposed to be five minutes long and not scary to record and don't have to deliver some quality control measure. They're me chatting about craft and so that's what I'm going to do. So I hope that you're still sticking around and downloading my episodes and haven't given up on me yet. As I said, I've been really sick, really sick, and I know I'm sick when I can't craft anymore, and that's kind of where I've been the last couple of days. I was doing okay in in Melbourne. I took along some crochet, and I managed to get some crochet done, not very much, but some. I came home. There was a sale at Textile Traders. I've been hanging out waiting for their get-to-get-a-third-one-free sale because apparently, according to my mum, that is the best way to buy wadding cheaply. So she always waits till there's a three for two sale and she says you end up with 30% off and that's the way to do it. So I've been waiting and waiting and waiting and I have three quilt tops that have been completed for quite some time now. I think I finished them before I had the baby. When I was auditing and doing my getting things done, I was like the next thing is I actually need to buy wadding because I even have backing for each of those three quilts and they're just sitting there. And, And the truth of the matter is, is I'm very scared of quilting, but Having them just sit there in the corner is not going to address that fear. So I've been keeping my eye out for when there would be a sale, and there was a sale. So I bought five metres. I think that'll work out being the right area that I need for these three quilts. And that arrived. And that arrived in an enormous box. The delivery man said that they'd been deciding it was a giant teddy bear in the delivery centre, which it wasn't. But that sat in my in my foyer for a while and it annoyed me and I thought, well, the only way to deal with this is to baste my quilts, pin them all up, then I can fold them quite nicely and, and start quilting. And I realised that, you know, that's a lot of quilting. It's very, very scary to look at three really big quilts and have to quilt them, especially when you're not very good at quilting and you're a bit scared of it. But I've decided that what I will do is I will quilt every day. It doesn't have to be very much. It just has to be at least one thread length of quilting every day and it will get done. That's the philosophy of the getting things done is just do the next action and every single day the next action would be quilting one piece of thread. So I thought, well, that's very doable. So I ended up basting one quilt and then ran out of steam and my husband was going away. So I packed everything else up and I've got one quilt basted and I have a ring on it and I'm ready to quilt that. So I started quilting that. And then I kind of got a little bit carried away and pulled out a couple of other bits and pieces of quilting that need to be done. Just small pieces like placemat 
size things. And I was like, oh, this just needs to be done and this just needs to be done. And I wasn't really, I was solo parenting for the week, so I just wasn't really getting anything else in my life done. And I still felt really run down after having been sick for two weeks. So I've kind of been picking up and putting down a lot of things. But all of a sudden, sewing is the flavour of the month and knitting has kind of been set aside. I have started a new knitting project. A friend of mine has just started cancer treatment and I thought I would make her a pair of socks and a beanie. So I'm quite pleased I've managed to do two things at once with this. I I decided that I would make her some socks and she said she didn't care about colour or anything. She said, surprise me. So I went stash diving and I decided that I would make her one of the Rocking Sock Club socks that's just been sitting there. I, I joined that club several times and I think I've only ever made maybe two pairs of socks, maybe three. And so there must be 12 or 15 sitting there. And I thought, well, I'm going to pick one that I don't love the colorway myself or I don't love the style and I'll make them for her. And then she will have a pair of socks and I will have made one of the sock club pairs of socks. So I pulled that out and of course I pulled out quite a lacy pattern. And of course that was really difficult to do. And I have been feeling sick. So I managed to cast on and knit the first six rows of ribbing and the first row and a half of lace that I had to unpick five times. And that's just sitting somewhere, but she actually started her chemo treatment yesterday. So I really need to get onto those socks. I would like to have socks and a beanie for her sometime next week, I guess, when she's starting to feel a bit rotten. A thing that I do when I am not feeling very well is run around looking, feeling listless and then just start something completely new. And I got so run down by the end of this week that I couldn't even quilt. I just couldn't even pick up a needle. I couldn't knit really and I couldn't pick up a needle. And I thought, well, I'm, I'm pretty run down if I can't even knit. And so I was just sort of like wandering around in the same fashion that my toddler does, picking things up, opening them, and then just like leaving them on the floor. Uh, I call it her regular unpacking of her bedroom where she brings out everything in her bedroom into my living room. I was kind of doing that with my craft room. My craft room looks like a bomb has exploded in there and I've just unpacked all kinds of things. But As you do when you're quite listless, I found myself on Pinterest just updating my boards and clicking around and stuff and I I came back to seeing a lot of the Dear Jane quilts and I've been eyeing that off for a while and I thought, you know, if I could find a colour combination that somebody else has done or an idea that somebody else has done that I quite liked, I would really like to do something like that. So I set up a new Dear Jane board and was pinning all kinds of things to see ideas of what other people have done and and how they look and I realised that Um, I could possibly use some of my stash to do a Dear Jane and I pulled out a whole bunch of fabrics and put them out and worked out a colorway, had like eight different versions on Instagram. What about this? What if I check out the blue and realized that I could use some of my stash that I've had there that I didn't know what to do with, but wanted to do something special with it. And I actually think this will be a good idea. I tend to buy fabric bundles and that I love the theme of. And then I think, oh my goodness, I don't even know how to do this theme justice. So I have a couple there. One in particular is a ballet dancer theme. I used to do a lot of ballet dancing and I will buy anything that's got ballet dancing theme. But then I'm like, I don't even really know what kind of quilt I would do with that. And I was playing around with the idea of doing silhouettes of ballet dancers or shoes or something and doing it as a kind of a novelty type quilt but the thing is is do I really want to hang all kinds of novelty type quilts in my house I'm not sure that that's really a thing that I want to do so I haven't really started the project and I've just been looking at it I realized that 
a lot of the colours are pinks and greens, which I'm suddenly totally in love with that colour combination. And I thought, you know what, it's not so terrible to take fabric that you like and put it in a quilt that you like. That works too. So I fiddled around with all these colourways and I took different photographs and whacked them up on Instagram. What about this? What if I take out the blue? What if I add purple? What do you think? And came up with a colourway that I think will work out of my own fabric stash. And I thought, okay, yes, I'm going to do this. And so I ordered everything. So if you're in Perth and sometime you want to do the Dear Jane, I'm going to have the templates and the CD-ROM and everything. I just thought, no, I'm just going to buy it and that's it. And I don't mind spending that money because I'm only going to make it out of scraps and stash. So after I did that and I felt really excellent that I've decided on the colorway, I've got all that fabric set aside, I've bought all the equipment, I've got to wait for it to come to, from the States, so I've got like two to three weeks, I had to admit to myself that I started a farmer's wife quilt some time ago. And the farmer's wife quilt, very similar to the Dear Jane. Same concept, same kind of insane number of blocks that you have to finish. Like if you do two to three blocks a month, it'll take you four years to finish the quilt. And I just like have left that to the side. And so I pulled that out to have a look and I admitted to myself that the reason that I have abandoned this project is I just hate some of the colours. There are two issues with this quilt. One, when I printed out the PDFs of the templates, I didn't do them all on the same full size on the printer. So some of the blocks came out the wrong size. And to fix that problem, I just made borders of different sizes to fudge that. And I think ultimately the perfectionist in me hates that. And then on top of that, some of the combinations of fabrics that I've used in some of the blocks don't work. I wanted to use all my fashion themed fabrics to make this quilt. And then I tried too hard to make my favorite fabrics not be cut up into pieces. And then I've mixed them with other fabrics that may or may not go. I don't think that the quilt works. And so then I just must have got disheartened and I moved away. At some point, you just have to admit that you're not working on something because it doesn't work and that it's totally okay to unpick it and start over. So pretty much the only thing I had energy for at the end of this week was unpicking quilts. I had another one there that just needs to be completely unpicked and restarted. And so I was just sitting there watching Call the Midwife and unpicking quilts. And I feel great about this. I love the concept in getting things done, which is that you just have a whole bunch of tasks with the next thing and then you figure out what you have time and energy for. And some things are for when you have absolutely no energy. But most of the time I have energy. So I look at those tasks and I think I'm never going to feel like sitting down to do that. And then randomly one day the only thing you have energy for is unpicking seams. It happens. There you go. It happened to me. So I kind of feel a little bit energized about that because I've picked a way forward and that is so much more exciting than stagnation. In the end, you know, what I decided is I'll just reprint out all the templates for the farmer's wife and I will start over and I will have a look at what blocks do work that are maybe the right size and I'll decide whether I'm going to keep them or not. And the ones that are the wrong size are okay because the ones that work but are the wrong size, I'm going to use as tops for mug rugs. If you find me on Pinterest, I actually have a whole board just of mug rugs. I wanted to do this as a Christmas gift and I like the idea that it's June and I'm already thinking about my crafting for Christmas. I feel very organized. 
Mugrugs are so cute. That's about the size that they are, you know, like a block of about maybe eight inches, maybe 10. And that's it. Then you just quilt a tiny block, put some binding on it and off you go. There's a present. Some of these blocks are really nice, but they didn't work. They will work great. And some of these blocks are not that nice and they won't work. And I'll that's fine. I feel like that's so much easier to just call an end to something that's not working because it's the wrong size is here. It's a repurposed gift. I like it. It just doesn't fit in the quilt. I'm a bit excited about that. The other thing that I'm really excited about is when I sit and I feel like I can't do anything productive, I usually just think up some brand new project. That's, that's what I do. And what I have thought up is I really enjoyed doing quilt block swaps before. I would like to try doing it again and I've set up a Facebook group for people who are interested. We're going to start July 1st but July is just going to be a single month of swapping. You make one block and you swap it to somebody else who'll send you one and in July we're going to make mug rugs because I think that's a really great introductory project especially for people who can sew but haven't done quilting before. I think this will be a really great way to get into the swing of it before we start in August we will start a proper nine to 12 month long quilts block swap. If you're interested at the moment, it's all Australians. If we have enough people outside of Australia, I'm pretty sure I could work that so that postage is limited to just being domestic wherever you are. At the moment, I think we have about 12 people and I'm looking at doing two teams at the moment for our nine month long swap because I'm happy to do more than one block and I think my mum's happy to do more than one block so we can just figure it out based on who wants to join it's on Facebook it's a closed group called quilt block and swap come and request to join even if you just want to be part of the community but you'll be able to sign up for different quilt swaps as you go along and opt in and opt out if you just want to observe the group that's cool too come along say hi because I just like starting things that's that's the way it is I'm a bit excited because I like the idea of feeling like you need to get some quilting done every month and I've been in a couple of swaps before and that really worked for me and I love just seeing what other people are doing and the community aspect of it because crafting can be quite a solitary exercise so that's me I'm back I'm feeling a bit more excited I'm so sorry for being silent catch you later you've been listening to the champagne and socks podcast a twice weekly podcast of all things craft dropping Tuesdays and Thursdays you can now subscribe via iTunes leave a review if you like Join the craft circle and tell us what you're working on this week. Email me at champagneandsocks at gmail.com or find me on Twitter as Champagne Socks. I'm over on Ravelry as Girly Jones. Also find the Ravelry group, Champagne and Socks. Finally, photos and links for this episode can be found in the show notes at champagneandsocks.com. Speak to you later.